Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Happy belated 4th of July. Well, we're recording this on the 4th, so... Which is why we're thinking about it. (laughs) And also to our friends up north, happy even more belated Canada Day. You betcha. (laughs) It's Jordan. Daniel. Oh, are you? Don't you know. Don't you know. Uh, So, yeah, we're recording this on the 4th of July, so that's why it's definitely on our mind. And that's the closest that we're going to get to fireworks tonight. (laughs) Uh, Because we live in a desert. So, uh, what is it we're talking about today? We uh, are a Floridian's Guide to Disneyland Part 1. Part 1. So... Of 23. Probably. (laughs) Quite possibly. (laughs) So, we've mentioned to you guys before, some of you online have mentioned that you would like to get a little bit more information about, like, getting ready for Disneyland specifically from an East Coast person's perspective. Someone who's used to going to Walt Disney World, who's now going to Disneyland. And then also potentially, like find a way to provide some information to people who are used to Disneyland going to Walt Disney World. So that's kind of what this series, what this sort of series is meant to to do is we're still very much so talking about planning for a trip to Disneyland, but comparing it and contrasting it to the exact same experience in Florida. Did that kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hopefully it did to you guys as well. So that's what we're talking about. And today we're focusing on hotels and transportation getting to well transportation in terms of getting to anaheim and to your hotel so that's what today's thing is going to be focusing on uh but we have another review yes we do from yve travel they said great information all the answers you are hoping to find if you're a planner like me love the deep dives into the details of getting the most from your trip I do short trips like you do, so time is valuable. Many thanks for providing good information, unlike Facebook groups. You two are funny <laughs> and so easy to listen to. Keep going forever. With a going at number four, kind of like our uh, forever thing. see what you did there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad that we are helping you guys. And yeah, some Facebook <laughs> groups are terrible. There are so. some that are really good, but yeah. there are some I've seen that's like, oh. <laughs> uh, you should see what goes on sometimes on like the magic key holder Facebook group. Sometimes oh I'm like, wow, you're magic key holders. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You show them to me all the time. I'm like, do you even know what Disneyland is? <laughs> you wonder sometimes, but I mean, there can be some good information in there too. I try to provide it in the groups if nothing else. So this is your reminder as well. Again, is what I meant to say, whatever. I can't talk. Um, that if you haven't already done so to leave us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or audible or a, five-star review on Apple. Using words. Using your words. So we really, really, really appreciate everyone who's done it so far. uh, It really makes us happy. If you remember a couple weeks ago when we were kind of slap happy after reading one of them, you will hear it eventually. (laughs) Uh, So I think with that, we're ready to get into the news. Uh, I guess we should start with, should we just go from the top down? Yep. Um, so they've announced that Haunted Mansion will be closing uh, for doing the overlay for Haunted Mansion Holiday. <clears throat> that will be on August 14th for a couple of weeks. They said, I think through the end of August. I think said, through the end so. of August, yeah, because Halloween time starts, I believe, September 1st. Which is absolutely crazy because there are 740 quintillion pieces of stuff they put in that place. Yes, minimum. There is not one little square inch of 
space on that ride that does not have something. I think there's one. No. One square inch. No. You can't see it, but it is there. That's crazy. <laughs> and all the snow. I wonder where they store all that stuff. I can't even fathom what the storage must be for all the Disneyland stuff because I don't know where they put anything. Like, and there's no room. <laughs> I know. In <laughs> Florida, they just else. kind of put it in a swamp somewhere and they pull it out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> But the crocodile has to let go. Hey. Yep. <laughs> but in Disneyland, I don't know where it goes. Put it on the freeway. <laughs> no, it's there's got to be some sort of storage place far away. But I, yeah, That'd don't know where it's at. Um. So with the premiere of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, they have done a new a whole bunch of new Indiana Jones offerings like they have what looks very interesting like some food items at the bengal barbecue that are just for indie um like the forbidden eye turnover i'm intrigued by that um and a couple of new skewers but also this is the first time that now there is a face character of indiana jones that yeah interesting idea but his costume is great yes the actor isn't always but no i mean at the Epic stunt spectacular in Florida. They're usually pretty terrible too. So. Well, it's because they're supposed to be stunt performers. That's true. So. It's a stunt double. Um, I don't know how long this is going to last. I think this is another one of those like limited time Indiana Jones things. So he probably won't be there for very long, but he's there now. Yep. Dial of Destiny times. So probably just for promoting the movie mostly. Oh, I'm sure that's what it is. But yeah, they've never done a, a character for Indy before. So that's very interesting. Um, I wanted to quickly talk a little bit about Rogers because Rogers, the musical opened last Friday and we now have some more information to share with you about how to get in to see the show. So there's four show times every day that they show it. It's not on Sundays or Mondays, it's, uh, Tuesday through Saturday that they show it and four show times. We mentioned before that there are three ways to see the show and that is still the case. Uh, you can wait, stand by, but you're probably going to wait. You're going to have to wait like a good hour, probably two hours to try and get into the show because there's not, there's a limited amount of standby seats for each show. So if this is a priority for you, then go for it. Wait in the standby, but it's not really suggested. Uh, they obviously have the virtual queue, which opens up at 1030 and 2 every day, 10.30 for the first two shows and 2 o'clock for the second two shows. You cannot, like we mentioned before, you cannot pick which show you go to. It will assign you to a show. But then it still does boarding groups, which is interesting. Mm. And it's been causing some problems because for some reason, everyone thinks they have to hang out at the door of the theater waiting for their boarding group to be called. That's not how boarding groups work. No, but that's what (laughs) everyone's been doing. So it's like an absolute disaster Mm. as everyone's waiting for their boarding groups to be called. Like, just... Go do something else. Go do something else until your boarding group is called. You're going to get into the show. <laughs> it is a guarantee because you're in the in the queue for it. So that'd be my recommendation there. Uh, but the thing that I really want to talk about is the premium viewing package that you can buy. So we mentioned it's $29. You get a popcorn bucket filled with red, white, and blue kettle corn and a bottled drink. And then you get access to a lounge two hours before the show begins and then you are let into the theater a half hour before the, before the show starts to get first pick of seats. Um, apparently, what people have learned is that there are only 100 seats available for each show. You are actually able to pick which show you want to go to. 
Hmm. So when you go to purchase it, you can tell them which showtime you want. Your whole group has to be there when you purchase it. You cannot send one person up to buy everyone's Oh, this isn't done online? No. No, it has to be done in in person. Where do you do this? Oh, what is the name? I want to call it the Hollywood Lounge. It's the Hollywood Lounge. It's that little cart there by um, Monsters, Inc. So how early can people do this? So you can actually, they allow you to line up at rope drop. You can't, you're still not by the Hollywood Lounge, but there is a separate area for rope drop on Hollywood. Of course there is. On Hollywood Land, where they let you line up single file. And then when rope drop happens, they have a single cast member that directs that line to the Hollywood Lounge so they can begin purchasing. That gives me PTSD from D23 Expo, that there's like a line to get in to go to another line. Well, (laughs) it's the same line. (laughs) It's just saying that you're allowed to start lining up at rope drop, and then as soon as rope drop happens, they move you over so you can start purchasing. They did say that they cut off the line. If the line is already at 400 people, they cut it, cut it off and say, we're, we're already full. We can tell you that. Um, I think that as the summer wears on, it's going to be a little bit easier to get one of these premium viewing spots than it was opening weekend. Opening weekend, they were done in um, 45 minutes, and they cut the line off well before then. Uh, but if it is a priority that you definitely want to do the premium viewing experience, then... Um, you're either going to want to do it for rope drop or maybe ride like guardians and then go buy it. I would not wait a very long time. Hmm. I think that no matter what, it'll be gone the first couple of hours. Yeah. I mean, if there's a long line, don't do something else. (laughs) Wait on it, I guess. Yeah. So, but it depends on how much of a priority it is for you. So that's just some of the things that we found out. I thought this was an online thing. So nope, you have to buy it in person. You cannot buy it in advance. I'm assuming with only credit card or debit card too. I don't know. It doesn't say. I assume you can still buy cash, but the big thing is that you have to have your whole party with you. Hmm. You can't just send somebody. Take pennies. 2,900 pennies per person. Or not. (laughs) I don't think they'll appreciate you. (laughs) Anyway, so that's that's all I really wanted to mention for Rogers. The big news of the week was uh, the Oogie Boogie debacle of 2023. Sorry to, to... bring up any bad memories. For if you, any of you have PTSD. June, June 29th was a, a bad day for people. Um, We're so, sorry if any of you listened to our advice yeah. and turned off our podcast so you could go wait in line. I mean, they may, Disney has this stupid queue thing so that it's not supposed to have issues and then it still had issues. So uh, what really annoyed whatever. people is that it didn't, it had issues within the first couple of hours, but then they didn't tell they didn't decide that they were closing the line. No, they just said it was paused for first. hours. Hours and hours. People took the day off and they ended up with nothing. <laughs> what was uh, Aaron and Katie put something about like class action lawsuit or something? <laughs> I don't remember. But <laughs> to get that time back. Oh, geez. That so was... some people got their tickets, but most didn't. So on July 6th, uh, Disney has announced that they will. Which on is that the day date, this comes out. Yeah, that they will tell you what the next step is. That doesn't mean that day it's going to open, but just go on the website. and. That's see. when they will know when they are going to try again. So this is all so fun. Uh, if you were one of the few that were able to get your tickets, 
congratulations. Well, what You're was, good. You what don't was have to weird worry about to it. me too is usually when Disney has done these cute things, it goes to that third party website, the Qit or whatever, which has worked. But this one, it was just a Disney thing. When Not I for Oogie Boogie Bash. Oh, oh, but other stuff they've done that. They've anyway. been moving it more to their own thing. Well, lately. clearly, it I think work. it depends on it because they don't do it on their website for every single thing. No. But for like the park, for like special event tickets, they usually do. But like D23 stuff, they don't normally do. Hmm. So maybe that's what you're remembering yeah. is that it's like some events they do on one thing. I don't know. It's really confusing. I don't know why this time it didn't work. Well, I thought they had figured it out. Good luck to you. May the force be with you. May the odds be ever in your favor. Yeah. Like, it's, seriously. Because it's probably some Hunger Games type anger out there. Oh my gosh. People are annoyed. So I. I hope that this was not you, but if you were thinking, oh, well, the tickets are gone. I don't have any hope yet. They're not. They are not gone yet. <laughs> Probably not even close. <laughs> right now, the only ones that can buy tickets are the Magic Key holders. And even then, I think those are probably sold out. Probably. For the ones that are set aside for Magic Key holders. I mean, I we we did it on a couple of different uh, devices, and it took, I was waiting around for two and a half hours on There the are other people that waited longer. Yes. Uh, and when I got it, even after two and a half hours, every single date was available. So, so yeah. Who knows? Just look out. And you won't, you won't want to wait too long, but they will be available. Yeah. Ugh. I'm just so sorry. So hopefully they figure that out soon and then everyone can get their tickets and move on with life because this is stupid. Uh, and we, you know, we don't normally talk that negatively, but I mean, there's just nothing positive that, about that yeah, day. It was just that a was a bad day. Bad day. Bad, bad day for everyone involved. The Disney people, bad day for them. Everyone who had to wait, bad day for them. No one was happy. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this Floridian's Guide to Disneyland, part one. So we, as we, as you well know, we go to... Both coasts pretty frequently. We go to Disneyland much more frequently than the East Coast, but we go to both often enough that we feel that I wouldn't say absolute experts, but we feel like we understand <laughs> we, how we, to plan for a we trip. We can do both quite well. And it's funny because when we go to Walt Disney World, we are often in line with people, especially if it's a long line, and uh, talk with people, and we're like, and they it often comes up that we're from the West. Um, and that we go to Disneyland more often. And so many times people from the East, so they're like from Ohio or Pennsylvania or whatever. And there's, they say, I have never been to Disneyland. And that is a huge travesty because they should go to Disneyland. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's, this is meant for people who Disney world is like their treasure. As you've, I've probably said many times before, I used to do Disney world way more as a child. And then I went to Disneyland and was like, Oh, the castle's so tiny, but Jordan has swayed me to the <laughs> to the good side that yes, Disneyland is subjectively better for like <laughs> getting a lot done in a short period of time. Yes, it's smaller, but we'll talk about stuff. So this doesn't mean that if you are not from the East Coast that there's not stuff you can get from this. Um, but we're just tailoring it to that, like comparing and contrasting the experience for if you were to do the same thing trying to go to Florida versus the same thing trying to go to California. And people have asked us for this, so. Yes, there's several of you that have asked, and so we're trying to oblige, and hopefully this kind of helps. So the very first thing, we're just thinking, like, if you were planning your trip for the first time, what are you trying to do first? Trying to figure out your hotel. Um, if you are going to Walt Disney World, the chances are that you are going to be booking this through the Walt Disney World website and are likely going to be staying on property because there are so many Walt Disney World resorts. Um, there's like what? <sighs> 
I don't even know. There's like 22, I think. Something? I don't know. There's over 20. I and know it's over 20. And there's so there's campsites, <laughs> so, uh, not for long, but <laughs> but even uh, the then, like the value resorts that are only like a hundred. Even the Pop Century yeah. and the All Star Resorts, they're not that much money. They're cheaper than you would pay on an off-property place mm-hmm. at Disneyland. Yes. So <laughs> and so it's really really likely that you would stay on property, and there are so many reasons to stay on property in Florida because you've got the easy transportation that's provided by Disney to get to all the parks. Um, you get to get into any of the parks early for early entry, which is very similar to Disneyland. Um, what are some of the other perks? I mean, just the fact that you're staying at a Disney resort. Yeah, yeah. And so you know it's, it's going to be quality. It's more magical with Disney stuff, like the Disney channels and the... Disney food. Food. Because most of them still have pretty good restaurants. Even like the cheaper ones have some pretty good restaurants to get food at. Yeah, I mean, there used to be the Disney's Magical Express, which we'll talk about transportation, but... Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. But there's just there's a lot of reasons why you would want to stay And closer. just proximity, because... It makes it so much Well, Disney easier. World is 40 square miles in total, um, so if you are going to Florida and you're like, oh, let me check all these other places, there are places off property, and there's also places in the Disney Springs area, which you get kind of some perks. I don't think you get the early entries. I don't think so. um, I mean, they're semi-close, but really it's, if you choose an off-property hotel, you're going to have like a shuttle ride that's going to be longer, or you have to rent a car, so that's just something to think about. But if you are going to Disneyland... There are three Disneyland Resort hotels. <laughs> so, One of them is tiny. <laughs> um, so, and none of them are that cheap. No. The cheapest one is the well. What's going to be the Pixar Place Hotel? That's but that's the smallest. But that's still like three hundred and fifty a night. Yeah, sometimes up to five hundred. And it can get yeah, it goes up from there. And some of the perks like that you see in Florida do not exist in California anyway, because you don't have Disney transportation because you don't, it's not that far away um, from it, from the parks. You still get like the early entry and stuff. But if you're like, Oh, it's just as cheap to stay on property as it is to stay off property. No, Nope. Not even close. No. Uh, in well, fact, maybe like the, what's that new one? The Weston, like the really, really nice yeah. one off property. Actually, no, that one's still cheaper. <laughs> Cheaper than Pixar Place. I, uh, I mean, it starts it's cheaper. Yeah. It starts cheaper. But um, yeah, in fact, if you're really looking for proximity, you'll actually find a lot of off-property hotels that are actually closer. That are actually technically a little <laughs> bit closer. <laughs> you have weird. to go through the busier security entrance, but they're technically closer. Um, and also, I would actually not recommend necessarily booking your trip through the Disneyland website. Unless there's a really good deal, which they are doing sometimes, currently, there's the 25% off. So look and see if you sometimes, want to Sometimes, but sometimes, like places like Getaway Today, sometimes they can either match that offer or beat it. Wink, wink, a uh, plug for our partners. They're not the only it. ones that do, but of course know, we're but, going to plug our partners. Um, um, but you can save a lot of money and it they, they show so many different resorts that you can, or so many hotels that you can choose from. Um, so... If you've never looked at a map, like if you're a Floridian who's never seen how it how it is, there's Disneyland to the north, uh, California Adventure to the south, and then e- on the east side is a big road, um, Harbor Boulevard. You'll need to know that name. Yeah, that's a very big road. And there are probably 20 hotels is my estimate. There's got to be something like that. Even just within walking distance. And then just south of California Adventure is Catella. Yeah. Catella Avenue. That's the one that runs uh, 
East West, yeah. just south of California. Those Major. are the two major ones. And then there's some other roads that are off of Harbor, a little bit more to the east, but they're not very far away still, and so they're still within walking distance. The number of hotels in the Anaheim Resort area is staggering. There are at least four or five that are technically closer than on property. So just be aware of that. There are some, like, there's this area called Main Gate, which is to the north. If you Avoid anything. Try to avoid it. Avoid Main Gate. It makes it sound like it's right by the gate of Disneyland. No. It is not. I don't know what that word even means, but uh, it's farther walking distance because you're You're not going to be walking. You're north of the park and the entrance is in between the two parks. Um, There are a lot of other options in Anaheim and Garden Grove. Um, Right around the convention center is not bad. Yeah, uh, but in in general, there's so many others that are a little further away that still do shuttles. Um, There's shuttles just done by the hotel, and then there's ones that like all the hotels share that you can pay for. It's not Arc shuttles, which are done by Anaheim City. There's buses, um, so just look into that. But honestly, there are some that are quite nice right next to Disneyland. Um, and you can even look on stuff like hotels.com, Expedia, those kind of things too. You can do that too. There's different deals. So yeah. Uh, but really chances are, and Walt Disney world, you're probably going to be booking this on Walt Disney world's website. Cause why not? You can book it other places. And that's the same price, whether you do it or somewhere else or not, but like for Disney hotels, like even if you look at hotels.com, it says the same. Yeah. But yeah, for like kind of shop around in Disneyland and you will get good deals. Yes. Um, the other, so the next most expensive hotel is the Disneyland hotel, which is our favorite. And if you've never stayed there, you should at some point in your life. Oh my gosh. Yes. So magical. Uh, but it averages about 600. Well, I think they say it starts at 500, uh, per night. And then there's even like amazing suites that are like a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah, but no one's going to be staying. <laughs> You're probably not going to be staying there. And then now there's the new, um, Disney vacation club, um, tower. So those are an option, but those are very expensive too. The Grand Californian starts at about six fifty a night. Yeah, it averages like so seven like, or eight hundred. For those of you who are familiar with Florida, let's just say that the Pixar Place. I'm just going to say Pixar Place because we're almost it's, to that point. It's around that. Yeah. Uh, so the Pixar Place Hotel is basically like a moderate resort. Yep. And then the Disneyland and Grand Californian hotels are deluxe resorts. And even more expensive, I think. Mm, no, they're about the same. That one time that we stayed, like Grand Floridian or something. The one time that we stayed at the Contemporary, that was about yeah, that's the same as the Grand Californian. But as you, if, for those who have been to Disney World, there's such a variety, and yeah, you, Disneyland like, doesn't have that them, same variety. Nope, not with resort hotels. No, nope. off-property hotels, lots of variety. Um, but shop around. Like I said, our places like Getaway Today, they can really help you organize all that so you can figure that out. And the Grand Californian is technically the closest. Uh, but on only property. to California Adventure. Yeah, there's a separate entrance to California Adventure, which is super nice. Uh, the rooms are amazing, um, but it's it's not necessarily worth how much money it is. So. No, that's what a lot of people have told us when they're like, I didn't know if it was worth the money that I paid. And we both say, no, no, <laughs> it's not. We stay there all the time because it was the only option for DVC. You're going to be hearing us in about a year that our trip reports are going to be a lot more like half and half. (laughs) But also, so a lot of Floridians are DVC members. Um, Obviously, if you buy the new uh, Disneyland Hotel points, then you get to book it 11 months in advance. But there will be a, a substantial number of rooms available because it's bigger. Um, So for those who are DVC members in Florida, look out for those at the Disneyland Hotel. Yep. Uh, the next thing that we're thinking you're probably going to be trying to figure out is transportation. And when we say transportation, like trying to get to your hotel, trying to get to the Disneyland the area. Because yep. um, for Florida, 
percent of people are going to be flying into Orlando International. Or drive from around the area. I don't know why you would do that, because that seems like an awful drive. But yes, okay, so 95%, not say 90, just being on the safe side, 75%. (laughs) 2% of people (laughs) fly into Orlando. (laughs) Um, but it's like, MCO is the the main one there, but there is also some other weird one, evidently. That mostly just Allegiant, Allegiant flies Spirit, into. maybe or no Spirit goes into MCO. Too. No, it's yeah, just Allegiant, yeah. I think. Um, oh, Breeze, Breeze yeah, Airways, Breeze, the new Utah one, since Breeze Airways. Yeah. Um, but then when so if you're going to Orlando International, then I mean there used to be Disney's Magical Express that would take you to your Disney Resort hotel. Not anymore. But it's still not super far now. But it's not awful to find a way to get from the airport to your resort because you can still book through mirrors transportation. There's the sunshine flyer. Uh, you can get just a taxi, um, hire a car, or there's always just like, you know, ride share yep. as per usual. Uh, because Florida is, um, kind of an awful place. There's tolls. <laughs> so tolls if you, everywhere. So be careful. Yeah, be careful. Um, but that's, it's just like the base. It's basically pretty straightforward how you're going to get from the airport to the Walt Disney world resort. In California, there are a lot of airports you could fly into. Um, I mean, the main three that we fly into are Orange County, which is uh, SNA, LAX, or Long Beach, LGB. Though there's also Burbank and Ontario. Which and is on Disneyland's one. website, technically, you could do San Diego. No, you don't do San don't Diego. Don't do San Diego. That's too far away. Unless it's a really good deal. But... <laughs> Uh, depending on which airport you fly into will change what your options are to get to the Disneyland Resort area. So if all of them you could do rideshare, although a rideshare from Ontario or Burbank yeah. is going to be really pricey because they you have to go through all that traffic. Yep, they're pretty far. Uh, especially a taxi because it charges you like uh, when you're just sitting there too. Taxis though to anywhere in from LAX and... Orange County have flat fares usually to anywhere to in the yep. Disneyland Resort area. Yep. Definitely getting from your hotel back, they do. Um, getting to the hotel sometimes is a little sketchy. Just make sure, like, talk to your driver first. Um, there are, I think it's Orange County, LAX, and Long Beach offer um, some shuttle services that you can book ahead of time and pay for. Search for those. One that Disneyland um, mentioned is the Carmel Shuttles. Yeah, we've never used it, but... Never used it. I know some people who have used different shuttles. I don't know if it was the Carmel one sp- specifically. You usually have to pay per person, so it also depends on how many people you're bringing, whether or not that's going to be cost-effective, or whether you just would rather pay for one big taxi or one big lift. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, we just do... And I check Uber and Lyft, uh, both both apps, and often there's a little bit of a price difference. But in general, from SNA, it's like... $25 for the two of us. And then Something from like Long Beach, maybe 30. It's really not that bad. It depends on the time of day and there's other factors. Long Beach, although not super far away, is kind of more isolated. So there's not as many Ubers or Lyfts there. Yeah. So be aware of that. SNA, if you can go there, that's the closest airport. Um, that's the one that everyone it goes to. It does tend for, to be the most expensive. It's though. often expensive. So check, there's different, many airlines that go in. If you to can all avoid it, avoid LAX. Yeah, it's 
there's more airlines, especially internationally, that go there, but it is a disaster of an airport if you've never been there. Uh, now, thankfully, if you fly, I'm trying to think, I think only Delta is kind of closer, but there's this thing called LA Exit, which is like a... It's for all the wait, taxis in the rideshare. Rideshare waiting area, which is much better, but you still have to kind of get there, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's it's not great. We don't recommend LAX. And it's, it's further away. So um, if you fly into Burbank, you also have the option of taking Amtrak. There, it's right next to an Amtrak station. I think you might have to make like one connection. Maybe not. I think it might just goes straight to Anaheim. And then yeah, it, so who's our friends that are just, rope drop? Oh yeah, they, they swear by it. So they love it because Burbank can be a little bit cheaper. Um, and then you just take the, the train so you don't have to get stuck in the traffic. Yeah, you can kind of read or sleep or watch something. Yeah. Or... So that's also an option. But like <clears throat> clearly... It's environmentally friendly. Yes. Right? <laughs> um, and clearly the point about this is that it's pretty straightforward to get from Orlando International to Walt Disney World. It's not as straightforward for getting from one of the many airports in the Southern California area to Anaheim Resort area. Uh, and some of the some of the hotels have uh, shuttles to the airport or to SNA, I think. To S maybe to SNA? Yeah. Maybe. I don't I don't think other ones, but maybe, but like that's look something I think those. you have to book yeah. you have to look into, but you can search it up and like especially if you go onto like that airport's website Disneyland is enough of an attraction. They will probably, I think they have whole sections like, here's how you get to Disneyland from here. (laughs) Uh, Because there's whole companies where like, that's what they do is they take people from that airport to Disneyland. Or even, even if you buy your hotel uh, from a third party, go onto your hotel's website to see uh, if they do shuttles, if they do continental breakfast, like kind of look into their perks too, because they're not always clear on third party websites. Uh, They are on getaway. Sorry to do another plug. (laughs) No, seriously, when I yeah, they when are I really book, good. Yeah, they, they lay out everything so that you know. And then also, if you are wondering how do I get there from the airport, you can talk to uh, Getaway because they are the experts in all of this. Like us, we we always do like the same basic thing every time we go. Maybe we should branch out, but we we do basically the same thing every time. So we have to look these sorts of things up or like keep an eye out to see what other people are doing to suggest these things. But Getaway, they actually. They have that knowledge. <laughs> I don't know how, but they do. And I'm sure other travel agencies do probably do as well. We just really enjoy what we've done with Getaway today. Obviously, if, you're only, if you've only been to Walt Disney World and you're going to Disneyland, you don't need to take the stupid buses in between parks. You just use your legs and walk in that's between for another, parks. That's for another <laughs> episode when we talk about transportation something to look, parks. Something to look forward to. Yes. So... Um, that's it for today's episode. Yeah, I think I, hopefully you guys found that helpful. Hopefully. Um, but it's this actually, I think we just went over what's probably the easiest part about planning a trip to Walt Disney World. Yeah, there's like, there's and what's actually the thinking mo- about it. And what's actually the most complicated part about yes. uh, booking a trip to Disneyland. As we move forward to the rest, like doing more of this series, which I don't know if it's going to be a regular thing, it'll be every once in a while we'll do another one. Uh, it's going to be like, oh, that part in Disneyland is much easier to understand than at Disney World. Yes. It's smaller and simpler. Yes, basically. And still a lot to do. Um, so hopefully that helps you guys out a little bit. Um, well, speaking of getaway today. Yes. I mean, you can use, use the, the link, link in, our, <laughs> yeah, in our description and it will help save you a lot of money. And it helps to support us as well. Uh, and then you can use a code at checkout, dl 4 ever 10 and that gives you another $10 off. Every little bit helps. 
And then make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you can get the episodes as they drop. And then you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram. The handles are in the description. And by the time you hear this, we're only going to be a few days away from leaving for our big trip. Yep. People have been guessing. The most common guesses have been Aulani and... Paris, didn't you say it was? Paris, I think, was another big one. And you then will find out. The people have said about a cruise. I still think it's Botswana. I can say, yes, it was Botswana. It's Botswana. Uh, between everyone that has like commented or sent us messages about where they think we're going, I will say, the only clue I will say, someone has been correct. Yeah, probably one of us. <laughs> one of the two of us. Because I paid for it. <laughs> You paid for someone to make a comment? No, 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 no. I, I know where we're going. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, like, no, someone, like, it's between correct. all the guesses that people have either sent in or commented on or, like, all sorts of things, someone has been correct. I'm not saying if it's one person or if it's been ten. You will find out, people. You will find out. I will tell you, you will find out what, the 13th? Uh, yes. The 13th. So, for those of you who are anxiously waiting... That is that is that the is day. The day. Uh, we're going to be arriving in our destination before then, but we're not going to tell you until the thirteenth. Yep. So maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe it'll be a little sooner. But the the goal is the thirteenth. So ha ha ha! No guesses. No no clues. I mean, Botswana. It's not Botswana. How do you know? <laughs> because I don't even know what's in Botswana. <laughs> a country. I know it's a country in Africa, and that's all I know. There's huh? people and uh, plants and dirt and buildings. So we will see you guys (laughs) next week. Bye. Bye.